My name is Hans the Storm. For over 100 years, I've pursued the snake that consumes itself, which manifests as a massive storm, able to rip people like myself and my companions, Mohawk and Oak, from our realities. This time I caught the storm, and inside I found strange people. These people call the snake that consumes itself a time machine. They have traveled back to my time to stop a great evil. This nega timeline still imprisons my sister Tan and my family, the Broughton people. We will not stop until we see it defeated. Now I find myself in an alliance with these powerful fools. Hannah is a life and spirit shaman. They are like my people, but strange and twisted. Ethel is a witch who specializes in destruction and death. She means well, but is reckless with the power that she wields. Another, Mona, seems to control reality and be an instrument of some divine will. She is unwavering and loyal, but I question what ends her purpose serves. Parallax is a chronomancer who weaves space, time, and fate. He is devoted to his loved ones, but seems callous to the needs of others. For those who meddle with the forces of time itself, they are very short-sighted. That has not stopped them from saving many lives. And this time ship is filled with those who have become their family. Together, we can answer the spirit's call and right the wrongs of this and all reality. Welcome to hell. Viewer warning. I know that there's one in the beginning of the show and also player warning. This place is scary. It's like Hyperborea. There's a lot of death. There's a lot of evil. And there's a lot of body horror and cannibalism here. It's a bad place. If you ever get uncomfortable, message me and I'll tone it down. I'm not going to go as deep as possible, but it's a scary place and you should feel scared. And why are you here? Well, you messed around with reality and you found out. The place that you are in has many names and you would prefer not to think of any of those names, but one amongst you has no idea where you are. Technically, the other mages here, like Tatuba, they also don't really know about this timeline in theory. So this is their first time and they are being corrupted, just like Ethel Stubbs is being corrupted. With your prime magic Mona, you can feel the abyss creeping into your minds. It's infecting you every second that you're here until you are just sunk in this black ichor. Physically, your bodies are on these sharp, black, jagged stones, which are called the Shattering Field. 
above you gray clouds, which you know now to be filled with these monstrous chains that drop from the sky and rip people apart, loom. Just before Parallax showed up and saved his wife, you, Hunt the Storm, saw the Lernean die in front of you. She came back as a thing, a really scary spirit that tried to murder you all, but you expelled it to the outside of Parallax's time bubble. Parallax, you felt the abyss trying to intrude upon that spell, and you now know that every spell that you cast here will have a risk of paradox. It didn't paradox though. And now you have six hours. I mean, I, I, I mostly created this little bubble to regain my strength for a little bit. I spent most of the mana in my pattern to do those two things. <laughs> so uh, I'm, all, I'm open to suggestions for ideas, peeps. Who are we with again? And the other? All right. Who's, here? Who's in the bubble? So, Alora is here. The witches of the Ebon Noose and the witches of the White Putnams. They are uneasy allies with you at the moment because they don't understand what's happened. They don't know where they are. They're total noobs. Well, they're total noobs when it comes to this timeline. Several of them are very powerful witches, including for the Ebon Noose, to Tuba, and for the White Putnams, this woman named Celeste. She's in a habit, she created the Blood Church in the spirit world that attacked you, and she is close friends with Reverend Samuel Paris, who you filled with ghosts and set walking about the town of Salem. Mm. Mm. Um, I can explain a little. We are in the abyss. It's a seeping rift of unreality that lies between the realms supernal and the realms of the fallen world. It's not a good place to be in. It's extremely dangerous, in fact. Um, it, the abyss separates the two worlds, and it's what prevents most of humanity from awakening for magic. Is that correct? That's a great lore drop. Um, how do we get out? Great question. <laughs> this is my first visit. Uh, oh, yeah, our second visit. That's right. Oh, um, you got out before that you know of. Yeah, <laughs> I've been here before. I've been here. For a long time in, in my life, the span of my lifetime. Uh, this is a terrible place full of terrible monsters. How yeah. did you get out? I... Well, there was a great storm and you chased that storm and you jumped inside of it. And that storm 
took you to, I think it was 1687, where you hung out for five years. Nice. Okay. But you caught that door the second time. Yes, that was the time ship. That's correct. And the implication is that the first time it was the time ship too. Okay. So yes. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. It was um, what I believe what you refer to as the time ship is what got me out the first time. It was a storm that I chased and hunted through the abyss. So therefore, that's what I, I we could try and do that again. But I'm not sure. I don't think so because we pilot the time ship now, and that's in 1692, um, up, up, and the other. But we didn't pilot it here before, right? So, could you use your great magics to bring it to us now? Time and space and fate. Potentially. I don't know. How did I get out of it? You don't remember. This is back in our first session of this game. And what you do remember is being inside the ziggurat. And the ziggurat should be fairly close to here, if you'd like to go. And the last thing you remember was that sharp pain on your back which is where your wings came from but when it when you felt that it was like you were being attacked by nega parallax or something like that and parallax you don't remember how you got out either the two of you were just standing on the beach where someone walked across the water to you Wait, you were here when you met me? I guess I didn't hear that, but what? Just before they met you. Wait, Athel was here walking across the water? Or in the other timeline? In the other timeline and in a different point on the time snake. So you know the two maps that we have? Yeah. Well, there's another map. Actually, there's two more in my head about what the nega timeline looks like in those locations and what the nega timeline looks like both here in this time and in the future. Oh. This ziggurat, what is this place? What is involved? Does it anyone know about? Does it turns to parallax? Um, actually, Hunt the Storm may have heard of it as well, because you've lived here for so long. I would have you roll, I guess it's a streetwise check. Maybe uh, intelligent streetwise? And what does Parallax say about the ziggurat? Uh, I obviously, I don't know what you're talking about, actually, ziggurat. Um, but you did intrigue me with the beach thing you said where we met Ethel for the first time. I'm wondering if we can make our way back to that same beach and maybe that'll be our way out of here. I wonder if there's like a sort of subtle connection between 
the abyss and the mortal realm. Maybe it's like a weird place where the points touch somehow. Something had happened where we were on the beach and all of a sudden Ethel was there. And Ethel was in the mortal realm. So how do we get from point A to point B? So I think we should go back. I'm going to spend a willpower point to try and remember. All right. One success. Ziggurats are a common architectural form around here. So there are lots of ziggurats. But the ziggurats are places of atoembra, which means worship, but also means devouring. So seems dangerous. Ziggurat is also in the same location as Wichala Farm, which is at the... Which is very close to where you are. You are like very close to that thing. It's it's visible, I would say. Not like super close, but you can see it looming above the trees. And there's other locations that you can see as well here. Oh, what can we see? Um, I think that in the gray clouds hanging around, that someone's going to need either space magic or a wits plus composure check. I'll do wits composure. All right. Oh, which is perception. And do you have uh, a perception bonus for being a wolf as well? Yes. A uh, big old bonus. But I'm in a uh, human. That's still one. And is anybody going to cast a space spell for this? No. No space wizards in the party, it turns uh, out. I mean, I do have space, but at risk of major paradox, I'm not going to. Shucks. <laughs> Close. True, true. Yeah. And I have a cute census. So every all eights are again. Nice. Parallax, do you still have your sword? I do, and I also have that uh the other sword, I think. Um Kalidbalg and Durandal. And Hannah, do you still have your lightsaber? I believe so. Hmm? Okay. I do. And some potatoes. Sounds and right. Titania's prison orb. Lost in the spirit of devouring. That was my internal companion, though. With three successes on that wits plus composure check, you smell it even with the time stopping the air. It's still around here, and you can kind of get like a general idea about which way it's coming from to the south there are a lot of infected bodies but also to the south you smell the pheromone scent of your people the croatans are there oh in the southeast there is Rukavira, what had once been Boston, but is now the plague city, the city of broken eyes. There's a lot, a lot 
of bad stuff in that city. You have been to that city, so you would know some stuff if you have some streetwise dots. And there is also a field to the northwest where there are just maybe a mile or so of heads on spikes. Then to the northeast, there's the ziggurat. And to the southwest, there isn't really anything in particular. No strong smells or towering sights. So, I really all this information. Um, real quick, did you say the Quran people are to the south? They are. They are somewhere to the south. And there are trees here. In fact, this is not only in the past, but it's also in a timeline where people were still living as one with nature. So it's very natural here. There are no concrete roads or even stone roads. There is dirt roads. Yeah, that's okay. So it doesn't... Uh, I'll relay all of the locations and directions. Uh, I don't see much of a reason to go towards the field of heads. Uh, oh. Uh, could be. Uh, now let's, if you guys have ever, I, you know, I just met you. Um, okay. If there's anything you know about anything that I'm relaying to you. Uh, Rukava is a terrible blasted city of eyes. So... Yeah. Not great. I know that cannibals live here. I can tell you that. I can smell my people, the tribe I came from, towards this south. And I would uh, much like to try and reconnect with them. Uh, it smells the most natural. Trees and other verdant life. So... That seems reasonable. And to the southwest, there's the Ziggurat. Uh, so the, uh, I'll go through it again, starting with the Field of Heads. That's to the northwest. <laughs> then to the northeast, there is the Ziggurat. Then to the southeast, there is Rukavira, which is Boston, the plague city. Um, to almost due south, you smell the smell of death, but you also smell the smell of your people. If you head to the southwest, there doesn't seem to be anything. Maybe it's just wilderness, or maybe it's something hidden by the trees. Maybe we should head towards the ziggurat. Maybe we were always doomed to come back here, Mona. Is there anything due north of us? Due north? Not that is noticeable. I mean, there's mountains in that area. There's mountains all towards the north because that's heading into New Hampshire. Okay. Uh, but to the north, the the field of heads is really quite expansive. So I would say it covers most of the northern passage. Okay. 
I think it would be a good idea to find Hunts the Storm's friends first. It seems like having more allies would be beneficial to getting out of here. Plus, we'd get them out, too. Speaking of allies, um, I'm going to turn to our stranger friends. Uh, Have they just been sitting there? Uh, They have been wizard talking to each other. So you are not really sure what they're saying unless you have been listening in, but they're having conversations. They've split into the two factions, three of them, and I believe it's three on the other side as well. So it's three and three at the moment. I think we have to bring them in or banish them. I guess I'm going to turn to them and try and be intimidating. What do you do to be intimidating? Um, uh, and, uh, uh, I want to subtly in, uh, agitate their adrenal glands to trigger some slight stress. Yeah, um, roll your life plus gnosis. Uh, and what is your gnosis these days? It's only five. Okay, I'm pretty sure that's only three dice of paradox. How do you want to reduce it? By eating it. Okay, I mean, you can try to contain the paradox after it's happened. So that is certainly one strategy, but you can also spend mana to reduce it or use a tool in your casting here to reduce it by two dice. Yeah, I'm going to take out my lightsaber, which I think is pretty intimidating. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like point it at them and say, you too. This is not a time for us versus them. This is time for all of us versus all of them. We're either going to work as a team and no more secret conversations, or we're going to let you go. Explore on your own. Have a nice field trip to hell. All right. Um, They already seem fairly convinced, but why don't you roll that intimidation check as well? So this would be a presence intimidation and you're using the lightsaber, which I'm going to say does do the minus two. It's dedicated enough. And the other thing that you notice, Mona, is that the lightsaber has 14 mana inside of it. I got to get some things. I also roll life magic, right? Correct. Can Alora help them at all by posing with her axe behind Hannah? Oh, I think so. Um, you can roll manipulation intimidation. Okay, I will do that. Uh, there is no paradox on this spell. Get five successes on making them scared and anxious. As you feel out there, you have never felt anything like it. These are living people. And you can kind of 
feel their neural networks. You can feel the essence of their muscles. It's like you're doing not really an x-ray scan because you're experiencing them holistically. You can feel all of their lungs tighten as you inflict this upon them. And with an exceptional success, if you would like to, you can not only make them feel fear, but you can also give them the condition dependent upon you. Yeah. Yes. Like a uh, wolf Weird. alpha. And I think that Hunts the Storm would feel this happening. They all gravitate to you. They explain what their powers are. Uh, and mostly what they have is they have a diversity of arcana, but not really anything higher than. I mean, really, they have three, which is pretty serious in some of their arcana. Like they have forces three. They have mind three even so they have some abilities they're very oh. strong for people who can bend reality you know like tatuba is a adept of spirit that's spirit four dots and that would be a scary person if you all weren't near gods <laughs> having a lot of spirit mages might be really helpful in like massive spirit vanishing or something like that mm. which i guess also alpha team are we trying to escape the timeline or are we trying to destroy it from the inside while we're here i believe i would probably just escape i would prefer to fix it but that's my personal opinion. I also think that while we're here in the way that we're here with these allies, I think we can, I think we have a chance. I'm really tired of cleaning up what this timeline does to our now home, to everything. And I'm not sure that we can escape without fixing things. Especially since we parked the time ship in the wrong spot. <laughs> all right, I found all their names. So I'm gonna give you all their names. If you want to talk to these people, these are their names. One of them is named Tatuba. That's her mage name. The other one is named John Indian. That's his mage name. There is uh, Miss Williams. Presumably that could be her person name or her mage name. Then there is the one who you would know as Celeste, but she introduces herself as Sarah Good. The woman next to her introduces herself as Sarah Osborne, and the man with them introduces himself as Daniel Poole. Can you, I'm adding this to our clue chart just for mapping. Um, can you let me know what their different arcanas are? You said Tatuba Spirit. All right, so Tatuba has Spirit 4 and also has Life 2. She also has Prime 1. John Indian has Forces 3, has Prime 2, Spirit 2 as well. Miss Williams has Mind 2, Space 1, 
fate one, and she also would have time one and death one. That's a little of a lot. Yeah. Daniel Poole has spirit three, life three, and prime two. Sarah Osborne has fate three, time three, and death one. And Sarah Good, or Celeste, has Spirit 5, Life 3, Prime 2, and also probably Two Dots of Mind. And there we go. That's all their character sheets. I did it. Thanks. Helpful. With our forces combined, we could probably do a pretty good fate spell to fix the timeline. Yeah. I'm just not really sure how to... I guess... Can you fix a timeline? This is pretty corrupted. Or is it destroying it? Can you destroy something in the abyss? So I from what I... Destroy I... a whole timeline. So I, the thing I remember, for, I think it's from our last session, if I remember correctly, is this isn't really like a timeline. It's really just a point. Um, so it's not really, I don't know if I can really fix anything. I could try, but my, nothing might happen. So you were in a point before, floating above the timeline, but you've sunken down into a stream. This place definitely has. Oh, all right. Oh, so when we were in Mona's sort of spirit realm, that was the point. Oh, okay, I, I, I could, I could also just try to make it so we never came here. That is a thing I can do. You I don't. don't, don't I think that our actions have consequences, and yes, maybe I haven't been the best teacher to Ethel and thinking things through, but we're here now. And I think we have to now deal with it. And we're planning now. So that's good. Yeah, we're actually thinking through what we're going to do. Yes. Fools! (laughs) Ethel, what do you think? I kind of want to see the ziggurat. Field trip to the ziggurat? I feel like it's the thing I'm not supposed to know about. And no one's supposed to know about it. And since we're already here, like, it's not like we can get more in hell, right? Theoretically, correct. And the ziggurat seems to be the central place. Yeah, honestly, we probably are going to end up there. Yeah, maybe there's like a boss we have to fight there. Yeah. Are there not bosses in the mage world? There are. The one that we've been fighting is, I don't know if I want to say his name here. I don't know if he's like Beetlejuice or whatever. He who must not be named. He who must not be named. Who, I think I did damage to him. I think I hurt him by refusing an offer that was hard to refuse. So, yeah, he's a prince of the place, but also in some ways like the spiritual embodiment of it. 
So it's like the prince is the timeline, but also of the timeline. And I don't know how. I've seen spirits and people merge, but I've never seen a reality being a person. I mean, you could use your spirit magic to try to like analyze this place. You could do that. I'm spirit five. Could I do um, the same with Prime? Absolutely. So both of those would be at a minus eight penalty. It would be your Gnosis plus your Arcana. Ken, uh, I'm going to draw some spirit shapes around me in a circle with my lightsaber. So that's plus two. Yeah. It's only minus six. Sounds good to me. For the audience at home, we're not exactly using the mystery rules, but it is like an opacity eight mystery. This is a very not straightforward thing that you're analyzing here. Two successes. Two successes. Three successes, even with a minus eight penalty. So with the two successes, you understand that this reality is not really completely real. It's almost like a video game that's being summoned in for the observer, but every observer here, every person from the prime timeline is making it stronger by being here. All of its matter, all of its form, all of its will even, is being siphoned off of the prime timeline. If it sucks up enough energy, it wants to replace the prime timeline. Also, you gain a beat, both of you, and Mona, you are gonna, of course, gain a beat from your obsession figuring out how things work. With three on the spirit success, you can tell that the Prince of 10,000 Leaves, who has a large number of names and is a very scary guy, is this timeline you are walking on his back, is like, the video game that you're playing. It's like you're playing a video game called The Prince of 100,000 Leaves, and everything that you see before you here is him. You could change him here, but his essence is corrupt. Okay, so The Prince of 10,000 Leaves is a spirit? Is an abyssal entity, which is similar in a way to a spirit or a ghost. Like hell spirit. Right. Okay. So and so like when we see him as a person, it's kind of like like a what's the word? Like in um an avatar of Exactly. You're seeing his avatar, but you're not seeing him because he is an idea form. Speaking of ghosts, can I look around with death sight in a minute? Okay. You absolutely can. And I think that it's time for you to do that role death gnosis as I think of some other terrifying thing. Tell Katie, because I've only given you two pieces of information. And the third piece of information that I should tell you is that the timeline here has these big spiritual influences over it. And those spiritual influences are plague, hunger, devouring, shattered teeth, and blood. And those are spirits that are much stronger here than they would have been in the prime timeline. They're like super strong spirits, not easily banished. You can banish them, but they have anchors here. So they will always be hungry for the stuff that's happening here and they will keep returning as long as there is blood, as long as there is devouring, as long as there is plague. But they can be annihilated. Right. So, for example, you could banish the plague and then cure all the people who had plague, depriving the plague spirit of its food source. And then it wouldn't come back here. It would still exist, but it'd be weaker. It'd be a lesser rank. It would have less powers. And that's 
kind of what your legacy is all about. It's about getting those spirits which are out of control and wrong to not be that thing. Everything back in balance, except that fixing the spirits here feels like a band-aid. Yeah, because this place is also hell. Did you get successes on that death gnosis site? I got three. All right. There is a conspicuous lack of ghosts here. Oh. And it is a place that has clearly seen a lot of murder because this whole place, every single rock here has had someone die on it, like a lot of death. But there are no bodies here. There's very little blood, just a little bit of dried blood. And roll a wits plus investigate check. This is not my skill set. Investigate is a tough one. Oh, I still got one success. Okay, so you can tell that to the ziggurat goes the flesh. There are clear signs that someone has dragged the bodies in that direction. To the northwest goes the ghost as they strip their souls away. To the southeast, there seems to go the blood as you can tell that the blood has somehow been magically pulled in that direction and is being pulled across the rocks. And nothing seems to go towards the plague city of Rukavira. Uh, Rukavira was to the south. That's right. So to the southeast, nothing goes, uh, the blood goes to the southwest. To Plague City, Boston? So nothing goes to the Plague City. To That's to the southeast. West goes, and that goes into the wilderness. The blood goes into the wilderness. It's not a big deal. It's totally fine. Goes towards, go towards the ziggurat. The meat. Oh, meat. I will share this board. Mm. Ghosts towards the field of heads. Yes, field of heads is where the ghosts go. I would like to go towards the field of heads if that's where the ghosts went. I recognize maybe not a popular opinion. That's the, the storm. Do you want to? Yes, I would like to your go people, but will you? And try to gather allies, as Mona said. That's, and then we could explore the other places, I think. Will your people help us destroy this place? Yeah. Absolutely. As far as if they're still of the same mindset that they were when we got trapped here, I've been working a lot towards to get back here, honestly, to try and free them from this place. If they they might have knowledge, maybe they don't. Maybe they've been, they don't smell corrupted, but maybe they've been influenced. But I think if they're still, I'll find out quickly, you know, what their mindset is. And uh, if they are still of the same mind that, that I was, then uh, they will be very interested in destroying this place. And we could use their uh, lived-in knowledge to help us do that. And also, could you give me essence from your spirit magic? I'm running low on that potentially. So, any of those spirits that you sensed in this area, by which I mean the spirits of devouring, blood, plague, you know, shattered teeth, you can take their essence and give them to the werewolf, but the werewolf will be affected by the type of essence given. That's great. Would you prefer your teeth falling out? <laughs> um, or blood. Blood is one of the essences, too. Blood. Is that like revenge? Like blood for revenge or just blood? Blood. Just blood. Just blood. Um, I, hunter. No. I can. I can turn spirits into essence. None of the spirits here are good and they no. will upset you spiritually. They'll make you hungry or your teeth are going to break. <laughs> you draw into plague. None of it's good. I could turn some of the spirit 
into something better and then turn it into essence. But that's two different spells that could incur paradox. That's too risky. I Can I pull essence from anything else? I feel like I can. Other smaller spirits here. So those five are just the easiest ones. There's some spirits of murder. What other spirits would be here? Spirits of desolation. To spirits of murder? Yeah, because people have been murdered here. That's it's, it's, the least spicy. Yeah, okay. That's too dangerous, I suppose. The paradox could be too deadly. We'll just have to make do. Oh, I'll thank you. What's the risk of paradox? I think, so there's a channel essence, which is I can just give essence to a spirit. Yeah, and with spirit five, that can be a werewolf. But yeah. channel essence has to come from somewhere. It's yeah, you're channeling the bad. Do you want some spicy essence? Or is it too risky? I would, if you could change it into not spicy, then I prefer not to get spicy. It, considering- It's a mild essence. Considering, considering what's at stake here. Okay, I would like to turn, I'm going to sit down and start to like build a little angry face out of some of the smaller rocks. I'm going to work with the spirits of murder and I'm going to shape it into spirit of justice. All right, this is going to be a resisted check, which means that it'll be minus four to this okay. roll. Like, that shouldn't be a problem for you. However, what might be a problem is the four dice of paradox. So you can reduce them by two from using a tool. And then- I would also like to, so justice is also my virtue. So it's very much something that I am like, aligned with and i'd like to use some of that and be like yes i am helping someone be part of this cause we are going to yeah i think that you can use that you have the full plus five so you get uh, instead of a minus four penalty you're gonna have a plus one bonus to this roll but there's still two dice of paradox is only mana and tools can reduce paradox i'm ready use um mana to make it i could do two mana two mana it's a single die and no paradox nice um, so plus one, it's going to be such a, such a good spirit. And then we're going to feed it to you. Okay. Uh, successes on this roll do matter. So go ahead and roll that. And it was plus one. Yeah. It's three. Yep. Three. As Hannah does this, all the mages with fate magic. So all the mages feel the fate of this place change. It's almost like a hiccup in the web of fate. What's happened here is a turning point for this whole timeline. As you change the spirits of murder into spirits of justice, you feel their energy. It empowers you. It's like empowering everyone, making everyone feel more like, that's what its influence is. Everyone's feeling much more aligned with, we're going to bring this place to justice and right the wrongs and bring balance back to the force. And Hunt the Storm, you know that there's a lot of injustice here. This place is a fascist dream. It's got the strongest people eating the weakest people, consuming their magical and physical strength for decadence. And you never felt like there was anything you could do. As a pack of werewolves, you are strong, but not nearly as strong as this whole place. But standing next to these four, you don't know what you can't do. Yeah, I've never seen such a lot of hope here. This is invigorating. Is there now a process to transfer that to me? That's right. So you're going to roll a 
fate plus gnosis. Sorry, not F, spirit plus gnosis. And you're going to transfer essence. Yes, by the power of friendship, you have corrected the time. <laughs> well, really by the power of justice. But yeah, friendship's good too. We're the Justice League of Friends. <laughs> the Justice the justice friends Mm -hmm. but yeah so you want to get a single success on the spirit plus gnosis check which you are almost certainly going to do however you could reduce the number of dice that you are rolling to give more essence so right now you're giving five essence and every two dice you take away from your pool you give one more essence i have no idea how much is enough essence or useful i'm three out of 13 Whatever you want to do. Okay. I'm going to remove two. So now oh. eight. That should be six. Yep. So your your spirit plus gnosis is what, though? Spirit plus gnosis is ten. Is ten. So spirit plus gnosis being ten, you could reduce it down to four and give eight essence and still be rolling four dice, which is probably a success. Six dice is almost certainly a success. I'll go down to six, so that's going to be seven essence. Okay. There is paradox on this as well. There are now three dice. Well, there's five, but you use a tool, I presume. Yeah, I totally do. I use the potato in my pocket. Uh, The potato also gives you a plus one bonus to this dice roll, so you're now rolling. Do you want to spend any mana before I roll these three paradox dice? How much do I... uh, It's two mana for two dots, for two dice? Yeah, but I've got three dice. I'll do two more mana. One real die. There's no paradox. Mm, I had so many good conditions waiting for this one to arrive. I got one success. One success is the required (laughs) number of successes. I'm glad I didn't go down any more dice. Well, but yeah, that's seven points of essence. You feel just. I feel like justice. Tastes like justice. Thank you, Hannah. Yeah, we need everyone in top shape to defeat what is basically a, like I explain all the thing about Prince of Leech being basically like the, like hell god of this reality. And the reality is the Prince of 10,000 Leaves and they are one and the same and the whole thing. Thank you. Can I, have I already reached out to any abyssal angels? No. Oh, wait, you did look for them though and you didn't find them. Okay. But you haven't looked down here. You wanna do a real deep dive for abyssal angels? I'm ready. Crime plus gnosis. Do I? I don't know, I'll see. <laughs> angels are say, Do it. Angels <laughs> aren't evil, right? They're angels. Uh... No? Abyssal angels would be demons. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Uh, I think you should still roll it. It seems like uh, a great way to gain beats. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, Let's see if they're down here. I think you should take a beat for that great justice spirit thing. Two successes. Two successes. There is an angel-like thing here now. It's not a true angel. It's a perversion of an angel. It's a twisted, sleeping, demonic angel. And you're not sure if it was there before, you think that your presence may have created it. Okay, I'm going to remove myself from that thought. <laughs> uh, take a beat for learning how things work. Okay. However, okay, if angels are evil here, do you think ghosts are? Because 
I like the idea of Ethel having like a ghost army down here to help us. There is a ghost army to the Northwest, it seems. Or something that's eating ghosts, one of the two. Ethel, do you think you'd be interesting in amassing a large ghost army? Ethel is just like smiling ear to ear. And then it's like, so can we go towards the heads? <laughs> it sounds like we wanna we wanna get to a couple things. Heads, your Croatian friends, and then the ziggurat. Is that does that sum it up? And if we have yeah. a massive army, what are we going to do with it? Like what are we gonna do with the ghost army? Is that what you just asked? Yeah, yes. we'll have like us and then an army of werewolves and an army of ghosts and then we get to the ziggurat and the super powerful, you know, mega fascists and his army of parallaxes. I don't know if just going head to head and trying to kill them is going to destroy what we need to destroy. Well, I believe it's not so much just bringing an army of ghosts and werewolves. If but that would be a sensible plan to have in case there are army of monsters first. Yes. But there's places I've been here, as when I just got here, there are clouds that shoot spike chain and tear you limb to limb. So it's a dangerous place and just having more allies would be beneficial. If we, you powerful mages seem to have incredible abilities to alter reality and perhaps there's some thing you can see or figure out that could change everything here for, for, for this place. It's like the Lord of the Rings where there's like the mega armies going against each other, but also the small team trying to destroy the ring, which mm-hmm. is like, it's like catching the snitch. There's like so many par- metaphors from books that I read many years ago when I was reading books and not walking in trees, which are better form of books sometimes. These sound like interesting stories. Yes. There's like the war that happens and then there's like the thing that needs to happen to change everything. There's like you have to keep the like all the violence that's gonna happen and then do the other big thing. I just I don't know what the, the destroying the ring thing is here. I believe that Celeste would chime in. These mages have not understood anything that you are all saying most of the time and say, you mean like Jesus dying for our sins to save the world, the most essential thing. And I just looks at her, but doesn't think she's wrong. Um, Mona wants to mess with them be like, who's Jesus? As far as I understand, Jesus is the savior of most of the people that the colonists. Some kind of super magical person. Much like you all. Mage? Yeah. Okay. That's why it's surprised I haven't heard of this mage. Yeah, seems to be very powerful. Not wrong. Things to change all the things you had to kill mage Jesus, like destroying the one ring. Yes. It's the same. If only we knew what the ring was here. If destroying the ring was the solution. Can we find out? So we're basically, the thing that we have to destroy as far as, like if we're destroying this timeline or, you know, the avatar of the Prince of 10,000 leaves in timeline in like fake reality timeline form. Basically we're going up against like a God, like a hell God. I'm destroying that, I guess, would be destroying like a massive spirit, which I don't know if we can do or 
maybe there's like, I don't know, like for liches, they have that thing. Perhaps we could set something in motion that could erase this place over time. Maybe not erase it all in once, but like set a path of erasure, erosion onto this place. You know how the ocean rolls the land over time. Perhaps there's something that could erode this place over faster, but still not fast period of time. So a lot of us are archmages, which means we can create and destroy. So I can, can't I destroy prime and you can destroy light and you can destroy time. You can destroy spirit set in motion spells so that they're they act like viruses and as they go can evolve in the direction that i want them to go and they'll change as they act and kind of move through and so from what i've gathered from this conversation and some before is that this whole area is just an entity of the prince of 100,000 leaves it's just part of his essence but also he gets the whole realm is gets stronger with the more bodies and more evil people are here it's it's the whole thing with the whole cannibalism thing they feel like every piece of history they destroy brings it to this realm therefore making it stronger so, I, which leads me to an idea that the ziggurat is that main focal point where they do all their sacrifices and whatnot. So I feel like we might need to destroy that. My main confusion is that if we destroy, if the prince is the place, is the ziggurat, is the all the things, if we destroy one of them, where are we then? Like, does where we are cease to exist? Do we cease to exist? Potentially. That's a very good question. It's for the greater good. Indeed. If we can escape while we set this destruction in motion, that'd be fantastic. But if we can't, we must sacrifice ourselves for the greater good. I didn't sign up for that. Come. It is the best way. No, no, nope, not into it. There has to be a different option. No, that's fair. Ideal. That's fair, Ethel. All right. You kind of just got into this whole mess. We've been doing this for a while. I'll just say that I didn't sign up for this either, but I've been thrust like neck deep in it, and I'm going to see it through. I, I would hope you would do the same. Not to mean dying for it. We all have to die sometime. Also, you like death. <laughs> you have ghost yeah. friends. I'm the living one with the ghost friends. I mean, can we find a way that I can become a ghost? Perhaps. I mean, I thought you could just manifest yourself into a ghost, right? I think I'd still die, right? Uh, your, your physical form would, you know, be kaput. Ghosts can be destroyed as well, and the Abyss would absolutely do that. And even as a new mage, Ethel knows that from experience. Mona, can you, you are, I mean, you're a literal angel. Can you, like, build us an escape ladder out of here? Like, can you get between realms? I actually have part so of inside that. of you that was separate from realms. So maybe before, you know, we set the time bomb, we run explosions at our back and go back into Mona's soul cathedral. We ladder out of there. That's true. We can like cast our spells on a timer to give us the time to leave. That's a great idea. I'm just not sure. Will that work? 
Could I use, I have the crystal of this and it's part of the ladder. That's what's giving you the prime six. Is that the same thing as the purity rune? Yes. Okay. Yeah, if I can do that. What, could I? You don't know. I mean, there's one way to find out, isn't there? How close is the Fae to the Abyss? Roll an intelligence occult check. Anyone who wants to. I'll roll it too. Yeah. Oh man, the Fae is the less terrifying option. No. One. You're not sure with one success. You know that there is a path to supernal magic, which is called Arcadian, which is what Parallax is, and that passes through the abyss. When all magic passes through the abyss. So it should be close-ish, but you're not sure cosmologically. Five successes. Okay. With five successes, you know from the Mysterium files that there are two parts of each supernal realm. There's the higher realm, and then there's the one that's closer to the fallen realm, called the lower realm. When you all have been going to the Fey, you have been going to the lower realm. That realm is on the same side of the abyss as your reality. So it's like a world right next to the lower depths and all of the fae there seem human-like because they've been infected with humanism they've been exposed too much to humans and the fae in the upper fae are even more alien and even more like sociopathic they are much less like ramona is empathetic let's say oh. and yeah, so you're right in the middle of the abyss. You think that in theory you're close to both of those realities, but if you went to the true supernal, it would likely destroy your corporeal forms, as that has often been known to happen to mages who try to physically enter the supernal. I share that with the group. Good idea, though. Uh, Ish, you got some successes on that as well, right? Yeah, too. Well, I think that your knowledge is slightly different. You know that there is a connection between this place and the spirit world, which that is like, you, you've never been really to Arcadia before that one trip that you just went on, but what struck you about Arcadia was it was both like and unlike the spirit world. Familiar yet to the spirit is Arcadia. All right. The spell that has been keeping you protected, that time spell is about to wear out. Giant chains are going to fall from the ceiling, and they're going to kill you all in less than 10 minutes. So you must now choose which direction to go and how to get there. To escape from the chains, you will all need to either roll a skill check, or one of you can cast a very powerful and thus very dangerous spell. I thought we head towards the ziggurat. I actually vote for Hunts the Storm's friend. I second that. They might also know more about what's happening here. And then Ziggurat. My only idea for evading what's coming from the sky are turning people into birds. Now that can go horribly wrong. Increase everyone's dexterity and ability to dodge chains. I think that's the only thing I can contribute right now. Can we use matter magic to turn the chains into something skishier? Yes. You can create a dome that protects you from the chains with matter magic and run through that. Or you could turn them individually harder into something squishier. I would also be interested in using Prime to disintegrate them into mana. Could we combine those and have like an umbrella that as they hit it, dissolves them and turns them into mana? Oh, I love that. Yeah, Mona and Ethel take hands as the spell is beginning to run out. 
All the others gather around. The ground here is extremely uneven. And as time resumes, the clouds above you break and it begins to rain blood. All right. So everyone should declare their intent. I'm assuming that you two are casting that spell. So you can use a yantra or two yantras because you had a little bit of time there as this is kicking off for a plus three bonus. For Ethel, it'll be matter and death. And for Mona, it will be, uh, sorry, it'll be Matter and Gnosis. And for Mona, it will be Prime and Gnosis, plus three in both cases. Unless you'd like to target, actually, I think it's massive. So you've got the reach for it, but it's going to be a minus two penalty. And you'll create this massive tunnel that will disintegrate these things. Can we make it look like an umbrella, though? I really want it to look like an umbrella. Yeah, it's going to look like a giant parasol over the lot of you. Yeah. It's a black lacy parasol, and as the stuff gets shaken through the lace, it becomes matter for Mona. Yeah, and it's got old Ethel's sigils all on top of it. It's so cool. Five successes. That's an exceptional success. I'm giving myself a beat. Yes. I got six successes. Also a beat. And it looks really cool as you put up this giant magic parasol made of sigils and kind of like prance through the blood fields where none of the blood is getting on you because it's disintegrating and turning into mana, which there is some paradox that is occurring here. And with Ethel, it's quite a bit of paradox. And with Mona, it's some paradox. Would you like to channel the mana that you're getting into this spell? Or would you like to collect it? I will channel some of it. Okay. So there are six points of mana coming into you now. Uh, Sorry, seven because of the exceptional six. There are, I believe it's five dice minus two for Ethel and four dice minus two for Mona. So that is still five dice of Paradox split between the two of you. I will channel five to negate the Paradox and keep two. No Paradox occurs and you gain two mana. As you reach the edge of the Shattering Fields and you see that the chains disintegrating above you are pulling back up. Only a few of them hit before they figured it out. There's some sort of intelligence driving those chains. And at the edge of the shattering fields, you can see Rukavira more clearly. It's tall spires with bodies impaled upon them. Into the trees you go. Comes the storm. You have quite a few dots of survival. Yes. Yeah, I think that you begin to recognize these areas around you. This used to be a location that you and your people would hide out in, but now abandoned in the forest are houses. The bodies here are gone, but you know that there were people here. And as you continue on, you reach a place where the trees just stop. And stretched out before you is this field of black toxic spores, like a field of poppies, but it's death. The entire area around this seems as though it's got a fungal infection, I guess. But it's more than that. It smells wrong. It smells like there were corpses enough here to get this thing started. And it's just, it's the whole landscape here. As you look down, you can see that the corpses weren't human. 
They were all the animals of this land, slaughtered but not eaten, thrown here like trash. On my map, I've called this place the Blight Pits. The blight. But as fate, just as you arrive, someone strides from the Blood Pit, the Blight Pits. They're not covered in the spores. It's Sanjata. Sanjata. And with him, Rabbit Annie, who you haven't seen in a really long time, Mona. She's missing one of her arms. She's got a hook where her hand used to be. Her parrot is with her still, but it's lost most of its feathers, and it looks very tired. Also here is another mage in Acanthus that you left behind long ago named Ishmael. He's got deep circles under his eyes. And also here are the members of the Croatan pack. Not Tayan, just a few. But as they look at you, they gesture for you to come with them. And you go down into the blight fields where we will have our next session. These are my pirate friends. And if anyone was going to survive the abyss, it was going to be pirates. Oh, man. I did not expect them to be still alive. I was wondering what happened to them. The dead wrens live on. Wow. Pirate? Yeah. Wow. Everybody's here. Sinjata? Do we get to know what Sinjata's experienced? Here's the thing. Sanjata is still alive and he can talk and he has a different character sheet and he's not a member of the party. So you don't have to worry about playing him, Katie. What? We've had a false Sanjata. Unless this is the false Sanjata because the Sanjata that I had, the goal was protecting the fools. That was their, that was their goal. But they talked to the Prince of 10,000 Leaves like you did. Maybe. Mm. Mm. I trust uh, everybody gets two experience points because wow, wow, wow. Agreed. Uh, two experience points or two beats? No, not beats. Ten ex- ten beats. Two experience points. Well, yeah, it's a lot of power. You've uh, when you do hard, dangerous things, you learn a lot in this game, and you resolve some serious conflicts figured out some serious mysteries, and changed reality. Last time, did we annihilate Thalernian? The chains were killing the Thalernian. Gosh, I guess the spirit, I didn't even take that into account. The spirit would have been trying to kill you, except it was conspicuously missing, let's say. <laughs> right, it would. It went corrupt, and then it was supposed to die. Yeah. It was outside, it went somewhere for six hours. That's true, it was outside the bubble for six hours. Well, it, the bubble didn't seem like six hours on the outside. So it went somewhere in probably what felt closer to a few seconds. It didn't attack you when you came outside because Maybe I forgot. got affected by the power of justice. <laughs> I'm adding the learning. It's all that, yeah. <laughs> it's all that justice transformation. It was like, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Um, okay, so I will not get a beat for annihilating the Lernian. Are we one step closer to destroying the Nega timeline? Yes, I think so. I learned more about magic. Tell me what you've learned about magic. Kitty, you go back to talking. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, abyss and it's terrifying. Okay, you can take a beat for that, but you need to learn more important things. <laughs> <laughs> Mona, what was I supposed to have learned? That that planning is 
very effective. Like when we planned for the umbrella, that worked out really well. And that yeah. we can find magic. Yeah. Friendship is magic. I learned that. <laughs> um, do we get closer to stopping the concordant? And I guess, do we have the concordant box with us? Oh, I have the well box. Mm-hmm. It's a complicated question with a complicated answer that you don't know yet. So when you figure it out, I'll let you know. Hmm. Never properly opened the well box? Never did? No. no. We needed like three different people to touch it when opening it, I think. One was Chain Paris, I think. I don't know. So here's the thing. You need the people who made the agreement to be present. The three groups. Oh, we have them. The Prince, the Evanus and the Putnams, which we have as a group together. And then we have us. Yeah. But I think we were also like, should we open it? Yeah, because we don't know what's in it. Exactly. Especially opening it here. Look. Yeah. It's either the ring we're supposed to destroy or the thing that's going to destroy us. <laughs> well, that's what the ring is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If only there's a way to find out. <laughs> Mm. I'm looking uh, at Parallax's time magic. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can always do divinations on stuff, but certainly do that. I don't know if I want to do it here though, Paradox, because I want to look into the future. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure gaming with all of you. What is that? Uh, you have some beats? Yeah, I'm just curious of these beats. The only one that it's possible. So, and it's fine if it's not, because it seems it'll be next session. Connect with the Croatian people. I think you found them. So you wouldn't have found them if you hadn't insisted on going south. Yes, you gain a beat for that. Okay. And then so that one's done. And so I'll change it up. All right. That's one beat. That's all. The others are escape from the Nega timeline and get to the time ship. I really do help hope that you all go up past the heads on pikes to the gardens of the hanging dead, where the Prince of Exodus. I'd like to go there. Wait. I'd like to go there a second. Um, also, Katie, thank you for the post-it note map. That was extremely helpful. Uh, I took a lot of notes this session oh. um, in the board. Thank you, Katie. Including a general plan. Get werewolf allies. Get our ghost ar- um, army. A road timeline over time. Destroy the ziggurat. Escape maybe to Mona's soul cathedral. Question mark is the other sticky note. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Problem. Yeah. Destroy the ring? I mean, because it's kind of like Lord of the Rings. Maybe the werewolves are like the ants. Ghost army is definitely ghost army. That's like the same. <laughs> <laughs> one to one, really. Ziggurat's <laughs> <laughs> a tower. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're saying. Like one. Mm. Uh, well, this story wouldn't be nearly as great without all of you with your wonderful ideas. And I'm just so like, I am honored to be amongst this group of excellent role players. Each one of you are experts in your craft and it's, it's such a pleasure. Thanks storyteller, Rudy. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Rudy, can I add an obsession since I'm supposed to have three obsessions? I raised my arms when I said that you can't 